This is Daisenshu EX, the podcast, episode 80 for the week of June 3rd, 2007. Hey, hey, to all my Ningen suckers out there, welcome to Daisenshu EX, the podcast. The one and only podcast in the world. We're the only one. I coined it. An extension of the all encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Daisenshu EX. That is us. We cover anything and... Everything. Everything, Dragon Ball. In hopes of enlightening. Any enlightening? I think I messed that up. lightning In In hopes of lightning and a little bit of entertaining. And thunder. A little bit of hail. With a chance of hilarity. <laughs> hilarity. Wow, Mary, you're starting it off. Uh. Since you're Miss Joke this episode... How did that happen? I don't know. Let's introduce you. Sure, let's go for it. Hey there. You are Mary. On occasion. Every once in a while. You come to us from Temple O Trunks and the chair to my less than proverbial right. And by that you mean literally. Yeah, exactly. You're sitting it's right there. It's very comfortable here. Good shiz. And then we have a man up to the north from us joining us through the magic of the interweb, Julian. Oh, 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 man. Oh, wait. Wrong, wrong guy to the north. Okay. Uh, hi. Hey, how are you, sir? Warm. Uh, yeah, we have the air off ourselves. Why are you warm? Because I also have the air off myself. <laughs> Because, kids, if you don't realize it, air conditioning and fans makes a lot of noise, and you would hear it in the background, and that's a bad thing. So, you need to appreciate our sweltering heat. Hey, admittedly, we are not sweltering as much as usual because new air conditioner. Yes, new air conditioner is awesome. I'm so thrilled about this. I realize I'm truly an adult because I get excited over things like a new air conditioner. <laughs> like, people, when you get out in the real world, you realize how important having a good air conditioner is in your own place. I swear. <laughs> I mean, we've had the thing off for about um, a half hour now, and yeah, it's, it's still, still pretty decent. It's not like... It's not like when we normally record a podcast and we have the thing running all day and it right. barely makes a dent in the in the heat in here. Right. And the second we turn it off, it's like, whoop, we're sweating like whoop. pigs. No pig sweating today, though, folks. Good. Chew shit. on those visuals. <laughs> and so anyways, Julian, you're doing well. Yeah, I mean, I'm still looking for a summer job, but I think I'm uh, pretty close to finding one. Right. So that's good. When are you heading to Japan? Uh, I don't know an exact date yet, but I'm assuming September. Cool shiz. So uh, if this over here is Mary and that over yonder is Julian, that leaves me being Mike Labrie or Vegito EX. <gasps> yep. How did he get here? Uh, we didn't invite teleported. him. Oh, that's a technique. It is, and stuff. So we are all doing well. We have a podcast episode for you right here, right now, in your ears. This is episode 80. Holy, Holy crap. Going strong. Yeah. Going super strong. Uh, we got some housekeeping stuff to go over before Uh-oh. we get into the stuff. Mommy, I don't want to do chores. <laughs> no I'm chores so for you to worry about. No worries, no worries. Normally, this would be our manga review of awesomeness because it is the first week of the month. First week of every month, we go one more volume through the manga. We do a little review, we do a little analysis and perspectives and all that cool shiz. And normally, we would be at volume five, but we're not doing that tonight. We apologize. Mary, why are we not doing that tonight? Because um, it's your do, fault. Uh, what? <laughs> Do it the real answer or my made-up answer? Uh, first, let's get the made-up answer. Dinosaurs. They, okay. um, they killed Jeff last night in a stampede. Because they were riding on a ball, right? 
Oh, yeah. And you, you didn't train him properly. An icicle or something. <laughs> and a glacier. What's the real answer? We were um, drinking and playing Mario Party 8. Yes. <laughs> it was a riotous night, folks. <laughs> Yeah, it's out, and we were busy, and there were a lot of people here. Uh, Mr. Deluxe made an appearance. Oh, Mr. Deluxe! And I can say with confidence and no regrets that I have reclaimed the title of the 50-round superstar. It only took four and a half hours. Yeah, no one wanted to kill each other in the end, so um, good on that. Good on that. So we're actually pushing back that episode by one week, theoretically. Jeff will be joining us next week, and we'll go through Volume 5, heading into the Red Ribbon arc. So that's what's going on with the podcast. Uh, Mary, another reason that it was a very hectic week, I actually haven't reread Volume 5 yet, and mm-hmm. I think the majority of that is the work that you and myself and Jeff have been doing, and that's all done now. Yes. Oh, my God. What Very a weight exciting. lifted off my shoulders. Last night, and actually Tuesday night was sort of a celebratory night, and last night was also a sort of celebratory night because it was due yesterday. <laughs> but our entry for the Otacon 2007 AMV contest is finished and submitted and confirmed as submitted. Yeah, we um we like to wait and I shouldn't say wait. No, we like to work until the last minute on the video. So um right. this was something that we started in October, started working um hardcore on it in January right. and have been plowing through it ever since then. Yeah. So yeah, this thing took about half a year to make. It's uh, I love it. Yeah, me too. You know, it was actually my original idea and I just want to say that it looks like what I thought. Which I is, wanted it to be. I know not I not a lot of people out there so are editors, and you know it's kind of hard to appreciate you know Mike's mindset. But when you make you know what you see in your head actually come true, it it's feels so nice. So good, it does. It feels so good. So I have to thank Mary and Jeff for helping my vision come true. Thanks, it was fun. Yeah. So hopefully, well, you'll definitely see it in July, regardless of whether it makes it into the contest or not. And hopefully, it's got a pretty good shot of making it into the final contest. Mm-hmm. We hope so. Yes. The be super sweet. So that's all done. Now, I would think, oh, weight off my chest, you know, Oticon video is done. But no, then, no, 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 you know, no. it comes to the realization that the AWA Pro deadline is, what, July, July 20th? 20th? I got to start. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anime next. We run the AMV contest for it. The deadline is next week. Got to get that in motion. We're actually in really good shape in terms of, like, administering. Is that, that's not a word. Yeah, it is. Administering? Yeah administrating what's no, the correct administering. word administering i won't well in that case i'm saying administrating <laughs> because you're different i will say any word whether or not it belongs coming out of my mouth or not there's all that shit going on but we're here we got the podcast we have a topic this evening which is actually an email turned into a topic we do that a lot lately we do because people have good questions that can be turned into topics and we got your regular emails we got releases and we got all that sorts of cool stuff uh i'm gonna close up the housekeeping with just pointing out two great things that have shown up on the forums lately now i know a lot of people listen to podcasts you don't typically join up on forums sometimes you like just um listening to the show every week i do that too there's a bunch of podcasts i listen to where i'm not really active in the community so i want to point this out to people if you don't happen to be a member of the Daisenshu EX forums. There are two specific threads I want to point out. One is a bunch of pictures of Japanese Dragon Ball AF figures. This was so good, I nearly cracked my pants. Now, as we all know, Dragon Ball AF 
does not exist other than maybe fan manga doujinshi <laughs> supposedly titled Dragon Ball AF. Right. And then later things adopted the AF name that existed after AF, supposedly. It's convoluted. There's really no such thing as AF. But these figures take those, like, cliche designs of, what, Vegetunks or Super (laughs) Saiyajin 6 Goku. They are amazing. Julian, did you check out any of these pictures? I did not. Oh, man, load it up right now and take a look at them. They are amazing. So detailed, so great. So go check that stuff out. It's just a... True testament to how much more talented Japanese people are. Oh my are. god, I was just about to say that in those words. <laughs> Why must you be in my head? I do crazy wow. things from So in addition to, time to time. you know having um, teleportation powers, you're now telepathic, so. You know, just like Goku, I randomly decide that I'm telepathic. Mm-hmm. And I put nice. it into use, so apparently it's true. What am I thinking now? You're thinking we should talk about the next uh, thing so we can get moving. Very good. Yes, I'm so talented. The other thing we have here is a couple screenshots from the Season 2 remastered box set. This is another thing that made me nearly crap my pants, but in a totally, you know, negative way. Right. It Wait, comes... I guess crapping your pants is bad anyway you look at it. Never mind. <laughs> it should come as no surprise to anyone who has listened to the podcast, read the site, hung out on the forums. We hate these fucking remastered box sets. They're Enough said. A total bunch of bullshit. So check out some of these screenshots. There was the Napa foaming at the mouth from season <laughs> one that was just like the quintessential example of what was wrong with this remastering process. Picture that times um, five times worse. Oh my God. Which was your favorite? <sighs> I think the Vegeta one with like the green outlines, <laughs> like there, his Which is face supposed is to be the water green. splashing and all that, but it just all blends together in lines, like an extra shadow around his face. Like the coloring looked really off, and it was so overly um, blended. Right. For so, lack of a better phrase, if you enjoy these sets, we're sorry to ruin the experience for you by showing you these pictures. But, but you have a right to see them. <laughs> seemed like a lot of people were actually noticing these kinds of examples as they were watching it this time. If as that's opposed, the case, that's pretty right. bad. If as it's opposed like, to just scrubbing through later on and finding them. Right, if it's interrupting visible. the viewing experience and you got issues. Right. We're kind of talking about news now, so let's just transition right on over into the news. Now, unfortunately, the news we have to start out with is not fun and wacky and talking smack about stuff. Uh, Julian, what happened earlier this week? Well, the uh, lead singer for Zard, Izumi Sakai, known for the song Don't You See, uh, the second ending theme to Dragon Ball GT, as well as the lyricist for the opening theme, um, died. Now, uh, um, she was 40 years old, which is awfully young. Right. Uh, apparently, she had been diagnosed with cervical cancer in 2006, uh, but that's not what killed her. While in the hospital, she uh, was going for daily walks, and apparently uh, on May 26th, in the process of one of these walks, she fell from the stairs and died as a result. Now, uh, police said they weren't ruling out suicide, but it didn't have any um, evidence of being such. Right. Mm. That was kind of interesting to me that they even threw that kind of statement in there. Well, it is Japan. Right. (laughs) That's kind of sad. I mean, as Dragon Ball fans, we mostly know her 
for Don't You See, the second closing theme. Uh, I actually picked up a long time ago to get Don't You See. It's the um, Sun and Stone compilation. It's a CD, basically like a, a singles collection. And it's actually been one of my, you know, I'm not really into the whole J-pop thing, but there's just some good songs on there, and I've always really enjoyed that CD. It, it turns out that as time went on, I guess I was, you know, I was reading the Wikipedia entry like a lot of people probably will. That as time went on, members left the band, and Zard actually ended up really just being her as the sole member and the figurehead of the band. So, you know, you got, uh, I don't even really know what I'm saying at this point, other than it, it's sad. Really enjoyed the songs and the music and all that stuff, so uh, she's going to be missed. And it looks like there was quite a uh, service over there in Japan, and lots of fans going out to show their uh, love and support and all that stuff. So it's always sad to report on deaths, and we weren't expecting this kind of one for someone so young 40 mm. i mean 40 is young to us now you know you picture yourself as you know when we're early into the show we were 13 or 14 40 seemed kind of old now as we push 30 <laughs> 40 doesn't seem all that old so nope. let's uh let's move on from the sad news and talk about uh fun things the microsoft zune commercial <laughs> i feel really like almost slimy <laughs> going from the death of zard to microsoft in well, it's, news. it's like TV news, you know? I know. Five people were killed in a traffic accident today. They will be missed. And now on to pets. <laughs> <laughs> Wacky pet tricks. There, Julia made the transition a lot easier for me. So let's talk about this Zoom commercial. Apparently this is airing on TV right now. Um, mostly, I guess the Viacom Networks. Is that who owns Cartoon Network and MTV yeah. and all that stuff? Yeah. They're airing this. Uh, I forget what the name of the actual song that's used in it is, but it's one of those commercials where there's dozens and dozens of the Zune. It's a portable media device, essentially Microsoft's answer to the iPod, and it plays video as well. And as it zooms around all these devices, there are these two cute little bears, and they do the fusion dance from DBZ. That they do. I mean, there's no mistaking what this is. It's the little walk, the arm movements, the fingers. It's the fusion dance. Can you even call that copyright infringement when they don't look like the characters? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it reminded me of something else that I saw. Uh, There's this commercial for, I think, this, you know, car navigation device Uh by, was it Garmin? And they have this Ultraman parody commercial (laughs) where where the guy, like, transforms into this very Ultraman-looking figure. I mean, there's no mistaking it. Right. And you're thinking, well, is that allowed? (laughs) (laughs) How can you do that? I guess. Uh, yeah, because how do you copyright or trademark or patent a dance? An animated dance at that. <laughs> so it's in there. Check it out. Uh, if you haven't seen it on TV, I know it's been floating around on YouTube. And since it's commercial, I don't see them taking it down off of YouTube because, you know, promotion and all that kind of cool stuff. So go check that out. Let's move on to some video game news. And uh, Mary, mm-hmm. what have I been doing this week? Um, Do I really have to say... Yes. Um, okay, I can think of two things I could say. One is playing really? Pokemon. I don't know if that's what you're alluding to. No, and not. if not, I was going to say you're spending ungodly amounts of money on video games. Yes. Okay, this, then. This is Number true. two wins. <laughs> so, EB Games and GameStop, you know, the same company, they're having their game days sale going on right now. Basically, they take a bunch of games that they have an overstock of and they slap them down 25 to 50% off. Now, the reason that I even saw this in the first place is last week, 
week when I went to, well, I guess it was earlier this week, I went to pick up Mario Party 8 on Wednesday. And I got in there and they had this whole, uh, like, cart of stuff in the middle of the store. And they were a whole bunch of games really cheap. And so I picked up their flyer on the way out. And actually, while I was there, I grabbed Mario Party 8, turned around, saw Sonic Adventure for the GameCube for $10, grabbed that, took a flyer and left before I spent more money. Of course, I went (laughs) back the next day to clarify stuff. In the flyer, they have a bunch of games that are $14.99, and they picture Shin Budokai Another Road, which is Shin Budokai 2 on the PSP, for $14.99. Now, this game just came out a couple weeks ago, last month, so $14.99 is a pretty insane price for that. Was it a bad game? No. Hmm. Yeah, pretty good scores. Fans are loving it. Now, if you don't remember, the Shin Budokai games are essentially modified Budokai engine games on Mm -hmm. the PSP, developed by... Shit, not Spike. Who was it? Dips. There we go. Right. So I went in there and I said, hey, I notice you have this game listed here for $14.99. Is this true? Because the original Shin Budokai, as greatest hits, was over in the bin for $14.99. And it turns out it was a flyer misprint. Oh, gee. It's supposed to be the Aww. original Shin Budokai. And they do have that language that says they're not responsible for typographical errors and all that stuff. So they wouldn't actually honor the price in their flyer. So on the plus side, if you have haven't picked up the original Shin Budokai on PSP, and also Supersonic Warriors 2 on the Nintendo DS, which is Buku Resen in Japan, or the sequel to Buku Togeki on the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> All the title changes. Anyways, those two games are $14.99 down at EB and GameStop, so if you want them, go check those out. And that's cool shit. And uh, I think it was Tsukento in our chat, as I was writing up my update to the update on the site, had the grand plan of take the flyer to another store that does price matching and see if you can get another road for the $14.99. Ooh, yeah, slick. Yeah, slick. So Pretty sneaky. I haven't sis. actually done that. Who does price matching these days? Um, are these stingy people? So, uh, hey, I save $150 on a new camera by looking online. That's different. That's an expensive <laughs> item. It's worth doing it. For cheapo video games, do it. If eh. you're out there and you know a place that price matches and they have it in stock, uh, grab a flyer EB, try it, and tell me if it works out for you. Last bit of news actually playing off of that, Shin Budokai 2 just came out in Japan, and uh, Famitsu gave it scores of 6577. So you get some average scores in there and some slightly above average scores in there, which seems pretty typical for these kind of games. So, uh, there you go. And that seems to be the news for this week. Very heavy news week. We haven't had that in quite a bit. The Dragon Universe is always busy, believe it or not. That is oh so true. And uh, with stuff out of the way, with the housekeeping out of the way, with the news out of the way, let's move on into our new topic for this week. So our topic this week is actually a response to an email, and I guess we'll read this email first, and then we'll discuss, you know, it's kind of its own topic, and then I've branched it off into a separate topic that all comes from the same word, believe it or yep. not. and I've got my own thoughts on this too, so... Fantastic! Well, Mary, I'm actually going to have you read the email. Alrighty then. Mary, our email, for our topic, <laughs> comes to us from Brandon... Uh, Shalander or Shalander? 
I'm going to say Shalander. What do you think? It sounds nice. So All right. Okay. What's Brandon got to say? He says, hey, guys, I was hoping you might address something for me. Miracle Zenkai Power. DBZ's first closing theme from what I could find on the web is Dete Koi Tobikiri Zenkai Power. Now, my question is, just what is Zenkai? I noticed in the Funimation subs they don't translate Zenkai. I also can't seem to find any meaning for it anywhere I look. I know the song itself is quite silly, talking about aliens and dinosaurs, so I figured maybe it's just a made-up word, but wanted to ask anyways. Is there some translation slash higher meaning to this so-called miracle Zenkai power, or is it just silly made-up nonsense? Hope you can help me out. Alright, so basically our topic for the week is going to be the word Zenkai. It's been a while since we've had a language topic. It is, so this is very fun. Now, it's in two different contexts here. The first is going to be in the context of the song, and the second is in the context of fandom and its invented meaning. So Julian, let's talk a little bit about the song and its usage in the song. First closing theme to DBZ. Yep, so in the song, it's kind of used... Well, first let me say that there's a number of meanings that can be applied to Zenkai. Uh, among the... Well, uh, I guess even further back, I should explain that uh, in Japan, there are a lot of words that are borrowed from Chinese or they're constructed of the uh, Chinese readings of uh, Chinese characters or kanji. Right. Uh, and so Zenkai in particular has can be interpreted as a combination of several different kanji. Among them are, uh, like, say, a whole group, like Zenkai, uh, or assembly of people. Uh, uh, Zenkai is in last time as the opposite of Jikai, uh, which is next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Zenkai as in like complete destruction uh, Zenkai which it says uh, in the according to the dictionary complete recovery of health although the second character means happiness literally right and finally Zenkai which is like full throttle now this appears to be the most appropriate meaning in, in the context of the song uh, where this it's this so kind of full force power that's kind of coming at you so yeah now I we mean, should say we do have um, a translation of the song up on the site we have a lyrics section, and we have uh, a romanization of the lyrics and your translation right alongside. Right. And I don't know, there's a couple of things I might tweak about that later on, but <laughs> for now it's okay. Right. And But yeah, the gist of it is like full force, full throttle is the main thing. So that, that's how I'd interpret it. Now, in your translation, and I guess we can start with Steve's translation in the subs, Steve left it in Eng- well, not English, but yeah, in English compared to the Japanese. Because in the title for the song, Zenkai is written capital Z-E-N-K-A-I, whereas Dete Koi Tobikiri and Pawa are written in Japanese, or, you know, a mixture of kanji and katakana. That's correct. And so, in this case, because of that that, uh, I think both Steve and I decided to leave it as is rather than translating it, which is, you know, a debatable decision, and you kind of... It, it right. kind of has to go with the context. I mean, it's song lyrics, so... Right. And it's a silly song anyway, so it doesn't really take away from the meaning, per se. Well, now, well, uh, uh, compare that for me from We Got a Power with the actual We Got a Power, and then things like Epi Opi. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of hard to translate anyway, because... Like, ipai, opai. Ipai is literally one cup or full of uh-huh. something. And then opai is uh, breasts. So, I mean, it, <laughs> how do you translate that exactly? <laughs> I guess so. One full cup of breasts. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I guess that's how you would translate it. <laughs> we don't know what happened to the other cup. Mm-hmm. Although, ramen, opai sounds like uh, 
like six cups of ramen, which I'm all for. But <laughs> right, that makes sense. You know, well, I don't know. I'm all for the two cups or one cup. No, never mind. It's kind of sick and twisted well, in one if, cup. If, it, if it's real ramen, then you know. <laughs> I wasn't talking about the ramen. Oh. <laughs> so basically, that's pretty much as far as we can take it with the meaning in the song, right? I mean, what else is there to say about it? Just right. It's just one of those, they did it to be cool and it's it's hard to use. So we just kind of keep it in there. Right. Now, where I want to take it from here is because I've seen this used elsewhere in a completely different context, and I really think it warrants you know a full discussion on this invented use, as I would call it. I've seen, personally, and it seems to be, I'm going to say English-speaking American fans. I don't know if other countries... Yeah, I don't know if this fandoms. is a phenomenon that um, reaches anywhere other than here. Right. In fact, something I'd want to talk about is when this started, because this seems fairly recent it's in the grand scheme of things. We actually had a brief discussion about it on the Daizenshu EX forum back in January 2006, and at that point, I had already seen it in use in this uh, way for a couple years. Okay. So it's been around, wow, like after the Daizenshu EX break, I guess you would call it, in 2001, there's no way this was being used like that. I'd never seen it back then, you know? And it seems like like the resurgence era of fandom. I really don't know how to describe it. Well, let's talk about what it is we're, we're right. talking about. We're talking about the word Zenkai being used as a noun to describe the element of Saiyajin recovery from near death resulting in a power-up. And it's worthwhile pointing out that there is uh, one combination of kanji that means something similar along the lines of complete recovery of health. Exactly. However, I haven't spotted this in the series at all. So it's did they just kind of randomly find it in the dictionary and kind of keep it? It sounds I mean, like that's the most logical thing because we definitely know it's not in the Japanese version outside of the songs. No. As far as I know, they don't use it in the dub. So no. No, this is, um, not. I definitely agree with Julian that this is probably just, um, maybe someone, you know, heard, you know, Zay Guy Power, exactly. looked it up in the That's dictionary, the, the first thing they came up with was full recovery, and then maybe oh, they thought, oh, okay, let, let like, use it like that the Saiyajin, that, you know, recover after, you know, death, almost death. Now, I want to put my little jab in here, and Mary, you probably know what I'm going to say. Yeah. The irony of English-speaking fans using this word as their own, as a proper noun for it, is it's those same kind of fans that are so horribly offended by any kind of Japanese-esque stuff in the show, like we've talked about in the past. It's the dub fans that are always saying Ascend and Guru and Pike. They're the same ones that are using Zenkai as a noun. Why would they adopt this? Right, We've never used this word in that context. It's Not never in the dub, which makes it even more funny. Like, if they're adopting all this stuff that is from the dub, and, you know, if it's in there, I accept that as something they know is that's fact. That's the dub style guide, so right. to speak. And if this isn't even in that, that's such a strange term to just suddenly adopt. Right. Seemingly out of the blue, really. Mm-hmm. Now, like, what other contexts can we put this in? Like you were saying, I really think the train of thought was, I saw the title to the closing theme. I looked up what that word was. My dictionary says, to recover one's health completely. Ding! 
Let's use it. Although for it to be so widespread. Yeah, how did that happen? Unless multiple people did this at once and then it all, you know, caught on. I don't know. It's not like we have Curtis Hoffman nowadays coining terms like ultracyogen, you know? And you know, I still fall victim to that because I know that's not a phrase ever used in the show and yet it's a phrase I use. And At I the just... same time, you know, there was a single authoritative figure well, how that we... coined it. It wasn't actually authoritative. We just call him that because he was one of the only guys around back then. But we don't have that problem nowadays, so how would Zenkai get used? I mean, think about it. We know who the authoritative figures are, so it wasn't like Gen Fukunaga used it. It wasn't like Mr. E used it, you know? Mm-hmm. So wow, where did Mr. this e. come Well, I couldn't think of anything. Let's say it's not like Jayquok44 used it. <laughs> Take you back it's even not further. Like, like, like Mary used it. Right. But yeah, because I'm an informative Dragon Ball site. Is it one of those things where someone on a forum slid it in there and tried to use it, and then other people said, oh, that must be what it is. I'm going to use that, too. It's kind of like that in formulas. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Where the whole Goku greater than Gohan, parentheses, Super Boo, 46.2, close parentheses, greater than, less than, equal to, solve for X kind of power level equations. Mm -hmm. Like, where did that stuff come from? I don't know. Someone had to start that, you know? Like, I don't see 20 different fans all deciding to start doing that at the exact same time, and it spreads outward from there. Someone came up with it and decided to use it that way. And how did it catch on? And unfortunately, it's really tough for us to kind of dig back and see when this might have first been used, because it's kind of a general term. It's not like you can look up um, ultracyogen and trace that back to Curtis Hoffman. You plug in Zenkai into Google, you're going to get lots of stuff. So it's really hard to do the backwards research on how something like this would originate. I'm going to say things like video game forums. What it, uh, you know what? Maybe you can answer this better okay. than I can. The only thing I could think of, you know, is video games. Was the phrase ever used, you know, offhand in a video game? It was like an item name or a section name. Like um, maybe one of the capsule areas. That's a great idea. I should take a look back and maybe Budokai 3 or something and all the capsule items and see one about that. Here's what because if you're, you're, you're saying this kind of relates to the resurgence of fandom, well, exactly. what, what helped cause the resurgence? Right. All these what video was going games. On, then? So, you know, it wouldn't be too outlandish for, you know, the video games to perhaps include this phrase that, you know, is related to the show in a direct way well, here's in what terms I'll do. of the songs. I'm going to snap my fingers, and when I do, I'm going to cut to myself after I've gone back and looked at Pudokai <laughs> 3, looked at the capsules, and see what they had to say. Maybe there was a Zenkai power capsule that would do something like that. Why Budokai 3, if I may ask? Uh, let's get the most capsules so I can see if it's even in there. Okay. And then I'll... Would you go work, back to two? Work, work my way backwards, okay. that kind of stuff. So, let's snap my fingers. So I took a quick look in Budokai 3, the American version, and the only two things that are even remotely similar to something like this are the serious and desperate power capsules. And that's when your health drops below such and such a fraction of your power, your attack power increases. That's it. And even before this, as I was putting in the game, it occurred to me that Steve Simmons, who does the translations for the DVDs, well, most of them anyways, was the one who translated Budokai 3. So of course we're not going to have this random Zenkai word that isn't in there improperly translated by the proper translator. So that kind of sums that up.
So now that we've gone back and we've fully answered the question because we found where it came from. No, we or, or maybe not. <laughs> we have I no don't idea. know because it's the present. So what kind of closing comments do we have for this kind of thing? It's, this is what I find really fascinating about fandom. Me too. I like the fandom discussions. Right. They're inventing terms, I've said it like three times now, that weren't there originally. I mean, they are. They're just not in the show. And not in that context in any way, shape, or form. Right. So what kind of, what other things have we seen pop up? I've, I haven't seen anything to this extent. Well, the closest thing, I mean, I already said it was the formulas, which is definitely an English-speaking fan invention right. of recent years. Like, back in the day, us kids didn't talk like that. Yeah, where did this whole power thing come from again? People were really concerned with power levels, and then thankfully that finally dropped off, and now it seems like the power discussions are all the rage again on all these other forums. But with mathematical operations. And their math is not sound, is not logically... Tested. Logical. <laughs> it's logical. So, true closing comments. Mary, what do you think? Um, extreme confusion. Just because it's so not part of their culture. I mean, right. I, I feel bad generalizing <laughs> and making, you know, stereotypes and such. This is a general you, right. uh, so to speak. But just the fact that, you know, it is a Japanese word. It's not in any version of the show, English or Japanese, and yet it's being used as a noun. It's just bizarre. Now, I'm going to go on on record and say I really don't like it being used this way because it's being used incorrectly. It's a verb. It's not a noun. I think what bothers me is not so much the grammatical aspects but the fact that people are using it thinking it is in the show when... Oh, that's true. You know, it's clearly not no matter what version you watch. You think someone would catch on and be like, hmm, what are you guys talking about? I I'm not really sure, you know, what this is. And maybe, and maybe people, people in forum threads are too afraid to ask. Maybe they get shot down when they do ask Like, that, duh, so. everyone knows so Julian, to close it up, did you take a look at any possible examples in the manga that this may have been used in? Uh, I looked at a couple spots and I didn't spot it immediately. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not there, but I didn't right. um, pick it up. But... I mean, over all the years, you think someone would have picked up on this and cited a source. I remember talking about this with Rachel, actually, back um, when this first started. Rachel's doing some stuff for the site, actually, that you'll see pretty soon. The first phrase that they always use is just simply power up. It's a power up. It's not a Zenkai. It's just a power up. You yeah, know? pretty clear cut. Nothing yeah. fancy to it. So, Julian, what are your closing thoughts on the whole discussion? Good, bad, uh, disinterested? I'm just confused by the whole... Uh, it's it's such a, a weird thing that it kind of, I don't know, seemed to pop up out of nowhere and it became very popular all of a sudden. Yeah. I said. Well, like I said, I'm confused as well and I'm also fascinated at the same time. So, uh, hop over to X. We have a forum thread for every episode and we'd like to hear your experiences with this word. Where did you first hear it? Right, did you start saying it just because you saw other people start saying it? Have you never heard this before and this conversation is completely new to you? I mean, either way, I'd really like to know what you think about it. So if you've seen the word used before, about how long have you seen it been in use? That doesn't... Uh, seen it been in use? Seen it in use? Yeah, that's how English goes. <laughs> And you, uh, you, you type responses, and we type responses, and Mary reads. And I lurk. And all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so uh, that brings our topic to a close. So thanks to Brandon for sending in the email, which we answered a long time ago, and then took in a totally different direction. But hopefully that gives uh, some people some perspective on the word. <laughs> 
貴様も分かっただろう俺たちサイヤ人は死の一歩手前で復活した時には強さが増すんだ And I guess that wraps up the topic, so let's move on to the releases for June. So finally coming out this week over in the US on June 6th, which is a Wednesday, shipping on the 5th, Dragon Ball Z Haru Kanaru Densets. And missing in there is the word and name Goku, which was originally in the Japanese title. This is a card based RPG on the Nintendo DS, coming out over here in the US for $29.99. Japanese version came out in March, so、uh, a little bit of a delay here. Looking forward to this. I picked up the Japanese version and I played through、uh, a few stages over there in Japanese. But,、uh, Uh, compared to things like Budokai and the Sparking Games, this is the kind of thing where there's just you know, little kanji all over the place. Probably a little more helpful to play in English, so I'm looking forward to it. Are you going to、uh, be getting it? Yeah,、mm-hmm. I have it pre ordered. Oh, okay. <laughs> so,、uh, what are you going to do with your Japanese version?、Uh, it's going to sit and look pretty like lots of other games. Aww. It's got really cool cover art. I actually like the American cover art as well. So, up on the screen, Mary, you see the American version. Here's、yeah. the Japanese version. I kind of like them both. Yeah, they both have the same spirit about them. Yeah. It's like the characters flying through the air, and in one version they're just regular stage, and the other one they're all powered up. Yeah, the English one has Super Saiyajin, Goku, and Gohan, and the Japanese one has Goku, Gohan, Vegeta, and Piccolo, except they're all just、uh, regular stage here. You know those Americans, they like their blondies. <laughs> What do you think about the,、uh, the font on the American title here? Um, it's kind of hard to see, I can't tell. Julian, you're looking at the,、uh, the American box art here, right? Yeah. So it says, Haru Kanaru Densets. What's the kanji below it? Densets. <laughs> Why? To be more oriental. You know, what I thought would be an amazing twist of irony is if the kanji below it said Goku. That's what I thought. I, mean, I was going to die laughing. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's just incredibly.、Uh, you know, they're, not only are they giving it, well, leaving a Japanese title and taking out the only word that people want to understand. But you know, they're using this kind of pseudo oriental font with、uh, the word dense that's written in kanji below it. It's obviously trying to appeal to the exoticness of it.、Right. I don't know why. But, And then, well,、yeah. actually, it kind of makes sense because it's an atypical game for the, I guess, the typical fan who's been buying Dragon Ball games the last. Four or five years because all we've had is fighting games. So that's that. Let's move on to more releases in the month. Also on June 6th, Julian, we got some stuff coming out over in Japan for your DVD player. That is correct. Dragon Ball Region 2 DVD Volume 7, 8, and 9, taking us well into the Red Ribbon Army arc. These cover from, well, there's six episodes each, and、uh, altogether they cover from episodes 37 to 54. Now these will set you back 3,990 yen each, and they can be found on CD. Japan, among other places. Yep. The next day, also over in Japan, on June 7th, Mere, what they're coming out to? We've got games going on. Woot. We've got Dragon Ball Z Shinbudokai 2.、Uh, we mentioned the scores that they got in、uh, weekly. Well, I don't know if it was weekly.、But、Just that Famitsu. Yeah.、Um, so, yeah, average looking game.、Uh, it's obviously the Japanese version of、uh, Shinbudokai, Another Road, as it is called in the US. Right. It's,、um, as we said before, based on the Budokai 3 game engine, and you can buy it for、uh, a little over 50 bucks、yeah. on your standard、uh, you know, sites where you buy games like Amazon Japan and Play Asia. Word.、Such. 
is true. We actually got the game first. We got the game in March. That's this amusing. Year, uh, I haven't heard anything about exclusive content in the Japanese version. I don't think Shin Budokai 1 had any different stuff in the US or Japanese versions. But the US games have the Japanese vocal cast on the PSP. Wow. So that's nice. pretty cool shit. So check that on out. Well, I guess you already have it by now since the American version's already out. That just leaves June 27th over in France. Yeah, we're mixing it up a little bit here. France is getting uh, their version of the Dragon Box for the movies. Oh, yeah, you go, France. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of info on our forum. San Gofe put up a whole bunch of stuff, and he keeps us updated over there. It looks like it's two box sets. Uh, I don't quite know what to make of this other than that it's it's nice looking and it's widescreen it's got a cool book with it and uh just go check out the stuff on the forum we'll give you some links to all that cool shiz and uh that seems to be june so let's move it on over to the emails Our real emails for the week come to us from two different people, and they're two different people from different countries, although one is from our country, just has been in a different country. That makes total sense. And they're both actually somewhat related to last week's episode, where we talked a little bit about the upcoming Sparking Meteor. So the first email here comes to us from Chris, who's actually the winner of our DBZ Season 1 Remastered DVD box set contest a while back. And uh, here's what Chris has to say. Hello again to all. Mike. Julian, Mary, and whoever's with them this week. That being... Uh, the Invisible Man. The kitty's locked in the bedroom. Oh, God. Yay, cats. I'm back in the States now and heard and was just listening... What? To the latest podcast, number 79. I have to say I agree with y'all's opinions and can't really get excited with this game. I didn't care for the first one that much and never got the second, so I doubt the third will be any great shakes. You've never heard shake. that phrase, no, phrase either? No. Huh. What, what about a great meat water or a great fry lock? <laughs> I like it. By the way, did you ever mail off my prize? Because I never received it. Thanks, and keep up the great work. <gasps> Mike... Well, he if I remember correctly, he's been over in Korea teaching children. So, no, I haven't mailed it yet. But now that you're back in the United States, I will mail your prize. And uh, You heard it here first, Chris. You did. And as always, I throw in extra cool shit with every prize we shed that bop off into both the divers. So, uh... <laughs> what? Don't laugh at me. I find that offensive. What do you find offensive? <laughs> your you're drunken stuttering. slurring? There is no drunken slurring to happen here. So that's just your stupidity? <laughs> yeah, that's just okay, me just and my, making sure. my regular talking. What else does Chris have to say? I mean, it's the game. Thoughts and agrees with us, and everyone should agree with us. And basically, I just wanted to say, yeah, I'll send off your prize. That's why I read the email. Because I never respond to emails, even though I responded to a couple today. The end. No, next email. Julian, what's Liam from England have to say to us? Liam says, listening to your discussion of Sparking Meteor on the last podcast, I noticed your comments on the lack of characters left to put in. As the characters that have been confirmed, you basically see them do nothing, with the exception of Dale. I believe that they have quite a lot of characters to choose from that you actually see fight over the Dragon Ball series in the movies. For example, there are other world tournament fighters who, while not playing a major part, you actually see fight. Then there is Piccolo Daimao, an actual character who is not and not a Piccolo costume, and his servants. And there is also the movie villain henchmen such as Bojack's other henchmen and and slug servants. I'd like to point out that I'm not trying to contradict the fact that maybe the series has run its course and there's practically no good characters to add to the roster, but it's just a question and say of my email what you will. And there's a lot of weird capitalization in there, but 
Whatever. Um, <laughs> That's what I was going to say about the email. Me three. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, I totally agree that there are lots of characters left to put in. But the point is, we're at the point where those are the characters that are left to put in. Like Gokua and Ginger. And Angel. <laughs> and Angel? Yeah. You mean the vampire? I meant Olive. Olive-boo. <laughs> I think that, what do they call him, Angel in the dub, I think. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know why I just spat that out. I always called him the angel guy before I actually saw those episodes back when I was a, a youngin. Why did you buy those dub tapes? Was there a um, reason? For the great Simon stuff? I don't I wanted to so. complete the picture that made up the spines. Was there like a Trunks promo on them no, or no, something? No, 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 I don't even know if that's his name. That's in the why dub. you bought the Garlic Jr. dub tape because they had right, the Trunks right. commercial on it. I'm saying I don't even know if that's his name in the dub. I just always called him that as a kid before I saw those episodes. I'm like, oh, it's a guy that looks like an angel, so I'm calling him Angel. Oh. Okay. But if that is his dub name, then maybe that's why I'm saying that, too. Not the... Anyway, it's Olibu. Gotcha. (laughs) He should be a playable character. Well, we got Paikuhan. Yeah. That's someone. But he plays a role in movie 12, so that's probably why they threw him in in the first place. But, yeah, I mean, we are. We're scraping the bottom of the barrel here. And they're just not interesting characters. None of these people have any sort of development, and they're really just throwing them in there to extend story modes. I mean, I recognize that I complained a little bit about this. Like, the movie 12 story in Sparking Neo was essentially just Janemba fight, Janemba fight, Janemba fight, Janemba fight. You could have done something like Adult Gohan versus Frieza. You know, that happened in there. Throw some other people in there. But that's probably why they're throwing, like, Zangya put her in there to extend the movie nine story for a fight you know they're just they don't do anything they just stand there and die although the movie nine henchmen they actually did some cool stuff yeah gokua um he transformed and he had a sword and there were the the other guys they did the the ching 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 and the noises in the background Yeah, Bido and Bujin and Zangya and Gokua. Is that all of them? I think so. Yeah, damned if I know. So, what do we have to say? I'm, I'm talking. You talk. Mary. I agree with him that there are certainly more characters to choose from, but the question is, do we care? And I guess our answer is, uh, right? A what? <laughs> exactly. There needs to be a Dragon Ball, period, fighting game. You know what I want? What do you want, I Mary? wish I thought of this back when um we were talking about Sparking Meteor and like what kind of video game would it take for you to start playing them again. Okay. I want a true... It doesn't even need to be like a, a turn-based RPG kind of thing, but just maybe an actual RPG where you simply go on an adventure to collect the Dragon Balls. Like really hardcore, like right. really in-depth going not, on an adventure, not, not just like flying bullshit around, around in a circle and wait till your bleeper goes and then, <laughs> and then you go and have a fight. I mean like really a huge map. Like into a cave, underwater, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And then you stuff. find some bears. Yeah, fight a bear. <laughs> Dude, I would play that. An actual going to bear? look for the Dragon Ball adventure game. There you go. Hey. And that I also would sell want, Mary. I, I want Dragon Ball Mario Party. I do. I do. I want it so bad. Or, Dragon or, Ball Party? Or Karaoke Revolution Dragon Ball version. And we can sing all the songs. That's just our daily lives. True. <laughs> In the car. <laughs> you are the hero guy. Do, do, do. Julian, do you have any uh, 
responses or comments to Liam here? I'm not a video game person, really. Not when it comes to Dragon Ball, anyway. So, wow. What are you playing but, right now? You're still waiting on getting Owen done, too, right? Yeah, I'm going to try looking for that at Anime Next, I think. You playing anything right now? Uh, not at the moment. I was... I don't know. Friends of mine have tempted me to pick up Pokemon, but I'm still resisting. Uh, <laughs> they all still turn out like Mike, so... What? What is wrong? Other than everyone making fun of me... There you go. They're... Fine. We're done with the emails. This episode is over. Fuck y'all. Uh, we don't have a contest this week, but we'll have some contests coming soon. We're going to have some awesome stuff to give away at some awesome places. So stay tuned for that. Uh, basically, we're going to wrap up the episode right now. This was episode 80, and it was awesome. Next week, supposedly, theoretically, hopefully, uh, we'll do the manga review of Awesomeness with Volume 5. Jeff will stop over and join us for that. And we'll have Mary, and we'll hopefully have Julian. Hey. And maybe a special guest. Yeah, we'll see. We shall see. So look forward to that. We've got lots of other stuff coming up in the near future. We'll talk more about cons as things go on. Look for us at Anime Next Otakon. And uh, we'll, we'll be at AWA, but I don't know if we'll do any Dragon Ball or podcast related things I think down we'll there. we'll be too busy. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Iron Editor and yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> oh, nervous. Just thinking about it. Uh, so let's just wrap this shiz up. Let's say goodbye to everyone. Let's say goodbye to Mary. You are here and you're leaving. You're gonna let the I'm going to go out. out the door. What are you doing tonight? Um, shit. It's 11.15? Yeah. It's too late for me to want to start editing. Sleeping. I'm going to read. I'm going to read. What you going to read? I am going to finish reading Volume 7 of Genshi Kitten because I like it. Uh-huh. I kind of reread on the second half of the series this afternoon. And what did you pick up at the store today? I picked up Nana Volume 6 and Hanayuri Dango Volume whatever they're up to. Minor rants. I'm ranting on behalf of Mary Thank because you. she reads it. Thank you very much. And I know it affects you're... me more. Dear Internet, if you don't know what emo is... Don't fucking use the word like you think you do. You don't. Shut up. Huh? I love you, man. You're my hero. Well, <sighs> Serenity now. Julian. <laughs> well, wait, we're not talking Mary here. Yeah, yeah, I come from places. Yeah, like do. the land of the purple hair wonder boy. That would be Temple of Trunks. Uh, yeah, it is. You're taking it away. You're doing fine. Sure. <laughs> Temple of Trunks can be found, um, not, well, I guess I updated about three weeks ago. Not, stop, uh, I was going to say not recently updated, but gotcha. anyway. Um, oh, w- by the way, I finally pulled that out of the I scanner. I saw. And Don't forever. bust it up. I'm going to cry if you bust it up. <laughs> My lovely calendar pictures, which I need to scan more of. Mary oh, Temple, Temple of Trunks, which can be found at www.tipplatrunks.com. <laughs> ah. And how do you spell that? <laughs> you want me to spell? T E M P L E T. No, I meant that. <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell that one? Lots of P's and K's and S's. So, templatrunks.com. You can Google it or go to T E M P L E O T or U M K S dot com. Good stuff. Julian. Yeah. You are a pretty cool guy. Damn straight. You know it, bitches. Julian, you and I can be found at Daisenshu of the E to the X. Yes, and that can be found at... Wait, no, that's a physical address. Okay. (laughs) 
Uh, I mean, well, I'm gonna have to edit that. Technically, that's the headquarters or something. <gasps> oh man, we want to buy a headquarters. Did you hear Mike's master plan? He I want to have a giant oh. office building. And he wants like actual with, workers with, with a letter with the letters EX on the on the top of it. No, it has to be completely uh, anonymous. You you don't know where it is, and you have to have a little key thing to get in there. And, and it would be the headquarters for Dazenshu EX, and it would consist cool. of like us three. So we can be found at. HTTP colon slash slash www period D-A-I-Z-E-X period C-O-M that's I-Z-E-X dot com That is the major truth my dear friend Julian Yes So that's it that was episode 80 we'll be joining you back into your ears and into your very soul next week with episode 81 we charge onwards into the future the future of awesomeness with Dizentio EX the website and the podcast and all its related things so for Mary over here and for Julian off in the distance and for all of you I am Mike Labrie Vegito EX and I always find myself in the middle of a story. Dyson Shu EX Podcast. Konshu will keep the Kurasate Ariatos. I must take a yo. Tanashimini. Bye.